Where have I been? I missed two episodes of the Joe Show podcast. All will be revealed. You're listening to the Joe Show podcast. You're listening to the Joe you Show podcast. You are listening to the Joe Show podcast. You are listening to the Joe Show Podcast. So is this episode 12 or episode 10? It should be episode 12. But there's only nine episodes of the Joe Show podcast. There's actually only eight because I missed number five. So should I just go for episode 12? No, I think I'll just call this episode 10. What do you think? <laughs> Folks, how you doing? First of all, I just want to apologise. Um, there hasn't been an episode for the last two weeks. And it's really down to two, two things. The first one, timing. Uh, work has been sort of hectic and I've been working a lot of days. And secondly, I just, I think the break did me the world of good. And I just want to apologise to my loyal fans who have been listening to the show and I've had a few messages from a few people asking, where's the podcast? Am I, am I dead? Was one person next to me asked me, was I dead? No, I'm not dead. I'm here. At least don't think I'm dead. But uh, yeah. I'm sure to just took a back seat and watch the world and it's a scary place right now. It has been for that wee while but Ebola has although Ebola never went away. Never went away, you know. I'm sorry, no Jerry no Jerry, you're not getting involved in this episode. Uh, <laughs> um You're getting bothered for that. No, um Ebola never really went away, but it's poked its rear his his old head again. And I was speaking to someone the the other day at work, who uh, sort of is up in infections and epidemics and pandemics and all that. There, she sort of her her job is literally the infection control nurse. And she was saying, out of all the pandemics we've had. And even at the minute, we're in the middle of coronavirus, COVID-19. For an infection control nurse to get the phone call to say that we have a patient in ED with Ebola. That is a terrible day. Because Ebola is not something we want. And Ebola basically, you dehydrate, you, you have diarrhoea. You bleed externally and internally. And how do you get Ebola? It's transmitted through bodily fluids into this, mm-hmm. and it goes mm-hmm. in through the um, open. It goes through open wounds or in your eyes, your mouth. Um, it's just something you don't want. 
basically just kills you. COVID, we have a chance, although we've lost so many wonderful people from COVID. Um, but Ebola, there's no chance. Really, there's no chances. So um, we'll have to keep an eye on that, folks. And uh, as a Christian, I'll be praying that the first discovered Ebola, I think, I think, I think in 1973, I might be wrong on this, but as a Christian, I'll be praying that it will come to an end because that is just a horrible thing. And uh, I think when it came out, whenever there was a big outbreak in in 2010, I think it was, or, or maybe, 20, maybe it was 2005 or six. No, it wasn't, it wasn't. It was 2010, 2011, 2012. The Ebola uh, epidemic. And it, was, uh, it, was, it wasn't a pandemic because it wasn't worldwide. It was only basically in the, the continent of Africa. But uh, it was scary enough. But uh, yeah, so we've had several different pandemics in our, in our lifetime not in our lifetime but in the world's lifetime i'm just waiting on a on a zombie outbreak that's all we need and i think i've watched that much awakened dead i think i'm ready not to take on zombies but i know how to defend myself so that's all i want to say because this segment really isn't really going anywhere so let's get on with the show so this uh, episode kind of goes out on what most of the Christian world would know as the f- first day of Lent. And uh, for me, a lot of people, a lot of people of a lot on in a certain, in certain religions would give up things for Lent. Me, I'm certainly going to give up a few things and I want to talk about what I'm giving up. I'm giving up Chinese takeaways. And all takeaways, in fact, um, my wife is mad about Chinese takeaway. Laura could eat a Chinese takeaway every night of the week. She loves Chinese. Her mum's the same. And it's just the same thing, chicken fried rice, or as her mum takes, or a half and half, you know, with gravy. Laura will also have um, sometimes pan pan chicken, or this is turning to a menu. Uh, she could have... Um, Honey chili chicken, kung fu chicken or kung pu chicken rather. That's kung fu chickens. Are the chickens they they beat you up while you while you're eating them. Um, you know, anything chicken based. My wife loves Laura loves chicken. Um, I don't know how she loves chicken because she's afraid of them when they're alive. But uh, she loves KFC. I love KFC. Um, but yeah. Mainly Chinese takeaways, and I am fed up looking at a Chinese takeaway. Um, I like a Chinese takeaway. Don't get me wrong. I love, uh, I say kung pu chicken. I love, uh, uh only chili chicken, and I love, uh, really, really love chow mein, and. Uh, Soft noodles or or low main noodles or whatever they're called, but anyway, I'm not going to want to talk about a menu. But I'm giving that giving that up. I'm also giving up um fizzy drinks. Uh, 
I have I gave up fizzy drinks before and I, it was great. After about a week or so, um, I started to taste food better, and I started to um appreciate um natural sweetness, um. But then, as you do, you go back to it. But uh, yeah, my my weight has been an issue for me for quite some time, and. Uh, I don't want to. I I don't want to talk about weight, but my weight is an issue for me, and uh, it's probably going to be something I'm going to uh, struggle with the rest of my life. And I know there's people probably listening who think, you know, I do, you know, how could someone struggle with their weight? Eat less, exercise more, and that is true. But for, for some people, for some of the population, we're always naturally bigger. We have a metabolism, you call it a slower or, or higher metabolism. I can't remember which one, I think, it's, I think I have a uh, lower metabolism or low metabolism. I don't know which one it is that makes you fat. Overactive knife and fork, that's what it is. But anyway, um, but for some people, it's... I don't want to say it because there's no cliche, but it's in their genes. And some people are so big they can't get into genes, if you know what I mean. But uh, and I'm just going to get it out there. I have been on Slimming World for on and off for my own 10 years now. And I have done well at times. I've lost three, four, five stones. That's about... Gosh, I don't know. Um, it's about I don't know. Uh, say a hundred pounds, hundred fifty pounds. Um, I think the highest I've ever ever lost was hundred and twenty five. Hundred and fifty pounds was the highest I've ever lost, and I felt fantastic. I really did, and for that I was walking, and I was eating less. And actually, I wasn't eating less because Slimming World, uh, you can eat as much as you like. Um. And I think I started walking, and initially I was, <sighs> but I I did this walk where I lived in Mackerfield at the time, where it was all uphill at the start, and then it, it was all once you get up that hill, it was all downhill. It was a lovely walk. You could, whenever you got to the top, you could see the views. You could see, um, you, obviously probably somebody's a lot know where I'm talking about, but. Um, Rab will know what I'm talking about, and a few other my Northern Irish listeners will know. You can see Slave Galleon, you could have seen oh, um, Desert Martin, Troublemore, Draperstown, all the surrounding areas of Macrofelt, and it was just a lovely place to be. And then it would come down again, round again, and home. It was about four miles. And in the summertime, when I was off, on my days off work, I would have done that. Maybe twice or three times a week, and I loved that. But now I've got out of the way of walking, and I've walked. I walked last summer actually. And whenever I start walking, at the start of it, I'm thinking. <sighs> but I'm actually, I actually enjoy walking, and I think last year, the year before last, I lost um. <sighs> three three stone, which is about forty, eight. No, no. 
it's about 40 pounds 40 42 pounds it's 42 pounds i believe and i felt fantastic but i'm at a stage now in my life that this at the, that i'm achy and i'm full of pains and and it's it's all down to my weight i have arthritis and i think if i the doctors have told me lose weight joe and you'll uh you'll have your arthritis will get better but it doesn't help whenever my other doctor, who is my specialist for another condition I have, who is feeding me steroids. I've been on steroids from the age of three. And will be until three days before they put me... Well, they put you in the box the day you die. So it'll be the day I, to the day I die, I'll be on steroids. And it's, unli- it's lifelong and there's, they, they can't take me off them. So steroids have a, have a, a natural... Effective appetite, adding mm-hmm. to appetite. Um, it's just, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's just a vicious, vicious circle. And uh, sadly, it's one. As I say, I'm gonna have to, uh, gonna have to battle. But uh, this is not where I want my podcast to go this week. I really do not want it. Did not want it to go this week. Um, so, on that note. Let's go to the next topic. <laughs> I was at work yesterday. What's the what's unusual about that, Joe? Well, I was at work today as well, but yesterday, the um, it annoys me, and I'm just going to come out and say it. It's annoyed me since I started working in care, uh, thirteen years ago. Yes, I'm not old enough to know that old enough to that I've been working in care. For double figures, um, I started in care when I was eighteen, and uh, I'm now thirty-two. No, uh, yes, yeah, actually, that's but gosh, fourteen years I've been in care. Wow, it's a shocker to the system, and this is one of my pet peeves. Now, it's not because I'm a. Uh, uh, an old fuddy duddy or the fact that I um don't like music. I love music. I was a DJ. When I say I was, there's going to be a shogger here, uh, but I believe I won't be doing DJing anymore. And uh, my last DJ gig, I won't go into details, but it really opened my eyes. And I know there's been no DJing since uh, covid but uh, yeah, I w- I decided I won't be doing DJing anymore. So my equipment is in the garage until such times as I decide I'm going to sell it, if I ever do. Because I may I may think I may think about it and go back and maybe do it. Who knows? But yeah, I love music and I love all sorts of music. I don't like rave particularly. Um, I'm not a fan of heavy metal. Uh I'm not a fan of We Daniel O'Donnell's music, although I'll play it for the older people because they like to do waltzes to it. It's not something that I would listen to myself. But I love bluegrass music, I love pop music, I love gospel music, I love um contemporary Christian music, I love um I love a little bit of Queen, I love a little bit of Elton John, I love a bit of this, that and the other. But listen to me. And really, as you heard in the last episode I did, I love that sea shanty that's been released. But anyway, 
this is what I want to get on to. I was at work yesterday, and this is a pet peeve, as I said. Uh, I'll, I'll explain first what my pet peeve is. You have a room full of people that are over a certain age, say over 75, between 75 and 90. And there's also carers there, and they range from 55 to 25. And a lot of them like boom, 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 boom. music, you know, that sort of music. And uh, as it is with TV, digital, digital television made it possible that you could listen to the radio on the TV. If you'd have said that to someone 50 years ago, they'd have laughed, you'd have laughed, they'd have laughed at you. But they put on things like Kiss Radio or or Hits Radio or something like that there. That's a pet peeve of mine. And them poor people that are over 75 have to let... Some of them like it. Don't get me wrong. Some of them do like it. And I like the music. I do like the music. But listen. And I know it's stereotypical to say, well, maybe you should put on something age-appropriate. That doesn't mean to put on Hugo Duncan in the background and hope for the best that some wee diddly dee song's going to going to uh, entertain Mrs. Mrs. Marple over in the corner there because uh, she was a raver in her day. You know, she, she, she's an old-time waltzer. No, um, some of these people... I, you know, I was surprised one day to find a 90-year-old loved I'm on the highway to hell. <laughs> that really, really made me chuckle. So, in my career as working with the elderly for over the last 14 years... Uh, I did had a time where I worked with uh, young adults who learned disabilities, but in my time of my working with elderly, a lot of them have varied varied music interests. But that's my pet peeve: listening to that's playing that music loud in a room full of elderly. Some some of them they may have hearing problems, but other than maybe some of them want peace and quiet or. Or they want to concentrate in a crossword, or they they'd rather maybe watch Homes Under the Hammer, or you know that sort of thing. But they don't have that choice, and that annoys me. But anyway, yesterday at work, they were listening to Capital Radio. Other radio stations are available, and uh, they played the five these five songs over and over again every hour on the air. One of them was the Wellerman tune. And I noticed this. I'd been chatting to one of my one of my patients and that was the same songs, five songs. Every hour on the air they were played. And every hour on the air they were played. And I must have heard the same songs, as I say, three times. And I got fed up. I did. And... I don't know whether that's a, a that's a uh, common thing for that particular radio station. I don't know, but I think because these five songs are very popular at this moment in time. Um, there's another song that's recently come out, and uh, it's is it Master KG, O Jerusalem. My wife loves it, and it's it's a big hit at the moment, and there's a re- remix where the guy goes pish. Pish, pish, and I, I picked this up, pish, 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 and he's saying this in the background, and I was listening to the car, and the wife, wife had playing it in the car, and she was 
boogie night. My mum loves it. My mum's 56. She'll hit me for telling her age. But she loves this song so much that she had to have it as a ringtone. And if you ring my mum, she'll answer you. Because she's listening to the song and she's dancing a boogie in her living room. And I'm like, mum, you have to answer the phone. But is my song's playing. I says, mum, ask Alexa to play this up. My Alexa's listening to me now. Asked her to play the song. And, uh, but I like, so anyway, so I said to my wife, I said, Laura, what? What's that song you're playing? Oh, it's a great song called Old Juju Lama. I says, right. What's that guy singing there? I don't know. I says, Laura, if you want to listen to a song about Pish, I would have, I would have sang the song Pish, Pish, Pish. And in this particular remix, there's a guy. Maybe it's not. It sounds like pish. Don't know if it is pish, but he is constantly saying pish, 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 pish. You get the picture. And Laura looks at me and says, "Don't be silly, Joe." And then she listened. So my word, he is saying pish. I says exactly. He's saying pish. You know, if you wanted to hear a song about pish, I'd have made a song about pish. What people don't get about me is I'm a Christian with a sense of humour. The Lord gave me a great sense of humour and I use it on a daily daily, daily occasion. I'm not a big fan of dirty jokes and I got there, but I will make a, make a joke about anything. I don't take life on earth too serious because it's so full of... Especially at the moment with COVID, things are just not right. And I think we all just need a bit of laugh now, every now, every once in a while. Do you not agree? I think we, I think we should all encourage ourselves to mix one person laugh every once a day, and uh, that will help us all get through this COVID nineteen rubbish, pet or pish. <laughs> so that's episode ten. Um, I had planned two weeks ago to have my guest Chuck on. But sadly, due to uh, family commitments, um, it was actually, I had to go to the farm, my wife's family farm, and help with sheep lambing. Um, I lambed, I helped a sheep lamb for, uh, for my first time. I, I, I'm going to, okay, okay, I have to go into it. Yes, basically, I went into the sheep. I just put my hand up inside of you, inside a female sheep. Felt a lamb and pulled it out. It was the most extraordinary moment of my life. Not to ha- not just to help give uh, a sheep give birth to a baby lamb, but it was the fact that I had my hand up a sheep. And as a townie, that just seems so wrong. But that is what you have to do. You have to get your hand in there, grab the back legs of the lamb, and pull the lamb out. And in the back of my head, I'm thinking, I'm hurting the sheep, I'm hurting the sheep. My wife says, you're not hurting the sheep, Joe, you're, you're doing the right thing. I says, I says to her, well, I says then, when you're pregnant and you're having a baby, I'll just stick my hand and pull the way and it just doesn't work like that way. I says, well, how do you know this sheep doesn't feel pain? She says, she doesn't. The sheep have different pain receptors. So I don't know. <laughs> so that was what happened. And that's why Chuck got sadly on the day we were supposed to record this. We didn't get to record this, but uh, Chuck has reassured me, and I've reassured Chuck that he's coming on uh, in the distant, in the in the near distant future. Not as a guest, but as a special guest host, 
co-host and that's what I want to do from now on I find interviews awkward and the la- and the two people that I had as guests uh, for interviews um, Liz Weir and Rob Lennox they went fantastic and uh, I loved it but I think it's a bit intrusive asking questions so it'd be great to have where you could have the option of somebody coming on to the to the podcast as a special guest co-host slot so basically you're the co-host of the podcast for that episode i still haven't heard back from my friend alan who it's now two months <laughs> he is going through a hard time with his family and he is in furlough and things are not good he had covid and i'm not pushing him but it'd be, it'd be nice if uh, i had a permanent co-host put it that way but until then, I think I'm. Go- I think after a wee while, I will start doing special guest co-host spots, where I have a, sp- a co-host on the program, and basically that means that I can bounce off them, they can bounce off me, um, we can talk about topics, and that sort of thing. And uh, that was something that I have on my Patreon. I'm not. I'm not pushing Patreon on you at the minute because I know I'm not producing it. My 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 podcast isn't worth worthy of that all yet, but that's gonna be part of my Patreon program, and uh, you can find my Patreon um, uh, details. Uh, it's on the website joewatsonshow dot com, and uh, that's gonna be one of the part of the things. If you pay so much a month, you can tell us what you want us to talk about, within reason, you know. But uh, I would love to hear stories from around the world that you want us to put an Irish, um, a Northern Irish um, viewpoint on it. Um, if you want me to talk about Kamala Harris, if you want me to talk about Donald Trump, if you want me to talk about Joe Biden, you want me to talk about Bill Clinton, or why am I using Americans? If you want me to talk about Justin Trudeau, or you want me to talk about Tony Blair, you want me to talk about um, Ray Major from Emer- from Home and Away in, in, in Australia, just ask me. It's just you know, we should use that platform. So I think whenever I build up my listeners and uh, get more listeners, I'm going to hit the go button and everything will be activated and there'll be that chance where you can get updates. And there'll also be a chance to have a Zoom call once a month with me. Uh, that's another thing I'm working at where we can chat and have a bit of crack and that sort of thing. So anyway, that's all I want to talk about this week. And I hope you enjoyed the programme. I know... It's been two weeks in the running. I've been the wait, and it probably this probably isn't a great episode. I must be honest, but uh, but that's it. That's what my recently my podcast have just been me having a conversation with you and what's on my heart, what's on my mind on that particular moment. I did do the whole thing where before the before the new year, where I did topics and I had a running order, but this last wee while it's just been me turning on the mic and talking. And uh, there was that one week where I talked about mental health, and that was just I just I just blabbed that out. I didn't I'd never planned for it, and I get so much feedback. I got I got so much feedback from that. I was overwhelmed how people said it was wet. It was great. It, uh, Chuck said I went to another level, and I'm just yes. Of of course I have things in my head that I I will talk about that I want to talk about, like that the COVID and the Ebola thing. I wanted to just air the air the ways air, just air them out air my thoughts out but the whole thing there me talking about my weight struggles 
I don't feel comfortable talking about that. So for me to talk about that, that was me opening up to you guys. And I hope I hope that um you can be thought be thoughtful. Uh not thoughtful, you could be be nice to me for saying that because it took a lot for me to say that. But anyway guys, hope you enjoyed the uh podcast. Please Give it a thumbs up on Spotify, on Anchor, on uh, Stitcher, on uh, iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to this podcast at, please give it a thumbs up. Please give my Facebook page, The Joe Show, The, the Joe Watson Show, a like. Follow me on Twitter, Joe G. Watson. Uh, tweet me and say, Joe... Love the podcast, hate the podcast, I think it's great, I think it's terrible, I think you should do A, B and C, I don't think you should, I should stay away from certain subjects, Um, you know, send me your feedback, I really appreciate it guys, I really appreciate that you take the time to listen to my podcasts, some of them are longer than others, and uh, yeah, peace out and I'll see you all next time.